welcome back to the Football Friday podcast, presented by Football Fever. Um, we've got another long episode today, so I hope you, um, you're going to enjoy it. And sadly, we're going to start this um, this episode off with um, with um, the sad news of Alison's father passing away. Um, so all our thoughts are with him, uh, mine, Jacob's and Zach's. Um, and then on a more positive note, we've got um, a bit of a Champions League roundup like the start of last podcast. Um, and first up, we've got Lazio 1, Bayern Munich 4. Four crucial away goals for Bayern Munich. And is it all but done for Bayern Munich? I think so. I think everyone expects Bayern Munich over, um, have won that tie. Um, is there any way back out of it, boys, for Lazio? Do you think there's any way they can push uh, shot? No, nah, I don't think so. I think Bayern Munich's like defence is too strong for Lazio to have a yeah. chance. Lazio to have a chance. Mm-hmm. Bayern Munich will just um, they won't sit back in the second leg because they have the home advantage I think they'll be wanting to attack more Yeah, because they'll feel more yeah. confident even because they're at home I feel like they'll just yeah. be willing to keep on attacking like in the first leg oh, yeah I think even if it was 1-0 they'd still attack that Bayern Munich yeah. is that your team you associate with sitting back um, mm-hmm. 10 men behind the ball um, but yeah and it was also a special night for Musiala. I thought, was this the, the game where he scored his goal? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, he, he's, so, he's some player. Um, in the last podcast, we did also talk about him choosing between Germany and England, and he looks like he's all but chose Germany, which is um, a bit unfortunate. But we have got a lot of um, young attacking midfielders already coming through, so it'd be all right. Um, it's not like we've. We're going to miss out on too much, but he does look like he could become some heck of a player. And then um, another game um, was also played in the Champions League, and that was Atletico Madrid nil, Chelsea 1. Um, and it was a good goal by Giroud. Um, scored an overhead kick. Um, did you see the goal, boys? Did, what did you think of it? Did, yeah. Not, he's not, yeah, good um, goal. Yeah, Giroud's not exactly the type of yeah. uh, most acrobatic footballer in the world, is he? He's quite, well, um, he scored quite a few good goals like that like the scorpion kick and he's got yeah. quite a few overhead kicks i think mm-hmm. yeah and um it's funny because uh Jal felix tried one first didn't he and that didn't go too mm. well and then next thing you know uh Giroud's just scored one and also a few days later delhi ali's gone and scored one in the europa league yeah yeah it's another mm, away win for um, the away team as well and all four games the away team won actually i'm just looking at our notes but um, another away goals are so crucial in, um, in two-legged ties. But uh, yeah, it's kind of impossible to guess or um, like know what will happen in the second leg between Chelsea and Atletico Madrid. Because hmm. yeah, it's a bit. Some of the others coming up games are almost like almost one for other teams. But what what would your predictions be for Atletico Madrid against Chelsea? Who do you think will? Make it through to the next stage. I, I, I'm going to say it's going to be one-one, and Chelsea obviously are going to win two-one yeah. on aggregates. Zach, what do you think? Um, I think it's going to be a game where Atletico sit back like what they did at Anfield and then go for it um, towards the end. Yeah. And um, I think it will end one-nil to Atletico Madrid, and I think Chelsea will win it in uh, at the time uh-huh. in extra time. Yeah, well, I'd probably say I still think Chelsea are going to win, um, just because of away goals, and I think they have enough. They have a good, strong enough team to knock them out. 
Um, and the other game, um, Bruce Munch and Gladbach nil, um, Man City two. Obviously, I th- I think what I've heard is Man City could have and should have scored more. Um, but I think Bruce Munch and Gladbach also missed a few chances. So I think they'll be happy with a two nil win. Um, obviously, you can't if they were offered a two nil lead before the game. I'm sure they've taken it. Um, but is that another game? Do you think that Man City have won pretty much? I know Jake yeah, and you'll be that's... very sad because of your road to the final, Zakaria, and FIFA. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see. Settled. Yeah. Yeah, and then the final Champions League game that was on this week um, was Atalanta nil, Real Madrid one, with a Furlan Mendy weak-footed man. I just add curler into the far corner. That actually really stunned me. Um, I, I've, obviously, I don't really watch the La Liga or any other leagues other than the Premier League much. Um, but I didn't realise that that's what Phil Amendi had in him. But it was it was a great goal. Have, have you both seen it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Good goal, the box yeah. And, yeah he, he, a big goal for Real Madrid like in the last few minutes as well. Um, they, I think if Atalanta could have got a nil nil, obviously they didn't. They were home, so they couldn't exactly sit back all game. But I think with the away goal for Real Madrid now going back to home. Um, I think they've got the um, the upper hand in that one. Um, and on and yep. next, um, as well, from, I think. yeah, yeah, and um, moving on from Champions League, we've got Neil Lennon has resigned as the Celtic manager. And I know um, Jacob's got a bit of more information on this um, that he can share with us now. Yep. So former Celtic defender Mark Wilson believes Frank Lampard would be an interesting choice as the next manager, and what he says is a crucial appointment for the club, um, and this could. They go back to like the Frank Lampard versus Gerard. Obviously, as players, there's a lot of debate of who the better player was, but manager would be interesting to see if it is. Um, yeah, it, 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 it would be interesting. Um, obviously, Lampard recently sacked by Chelsea, who have also actually um, performing a lot better since Tuchel joined. But um, I think, obviously, I don't think Celtic are going to um, catch up with Rangers. Um, but oh well, I don't think they'll get anywhere near them this season. But um, I, I could actually see um, Lampard joining um, Celtic. Like, it seems like a, a realistic move. Because I do think, like I said from the beginning, that I think um, him going straight to Chelsea um, was, was quite tough, quite a challenge for him. Um, well, it wasn't straight to Chelsea, but I do think he moved to Chelsea um, too early on in his career. Um, and you look at Gerrard, who's um, performing, well, not even performing, managing the team extremely well. Obviously, no one expected before this season that Rangers were going to go and um, dominate the Scottish League. But um, do, you, do you think um, Lampard is a man worthy of changing Celtic around? Um, maybe. Well, obviously, they're not. Like I said, they're not going to win this season, but they need a quite a big turnaround. I'm not too sure about um, Lampard because when he was at Derby, he had a lot of loans. Like he brought basically. I've Chelsea players on loan. Yeah. There's like Tamar, uh, Tamari, Mason Mount, and stuff like that. Uh, and also, actually, got Harry Wilson. Um, so he had a strong team in the in that season with Derby. So I'm not too sure. Um, maybe the pressure will get to him, like because Celtic are expected to win the league. Yeah. Um, but. I also think he has um, quite a lot to show as well, since um, obviously um, 
like obviously managing isn't for all ex-professional footballers, but um, he's been to Chelsea, um, his old club, and they've expected a lot from him. And obviously, he's not at that level yet. Um, I'm not saying he won't reach that level because he could, but um, like I just do think he should have started somewhere. Maybe maybe started at Celtic, or after Derby gone to um, gone to Celtic. But it, it'll be. It'll be an interesting one, and um, the reuni- reunion of um, Gerard against Lampard will be quite an interesting one. Do- obviously, I'm, I'm assuming um, Rangers are easily going to win the league this season. But next yeah. season, do you think Gerard can continue it with Rangers, or do you think um, the Celtic? Because obviously, I assume Celtic will have n- like ninety percent of the focus on next season now, um, and obviously. Even keeping some of their best players as well because they'll all be used to winning the league, like season on repeat. Um, obviously, it'll yeah. come to them as a shock that they've not won it this league and to lose it to Rangers by such a big margin. Might, um, but I've got to say that is if if Gerard does stay at Rangers, because yeah. of like how well he's uh, doing at Rangers. Like he's basically made uh, the stadium like uh, a fortress kind of place. Cause I think if only um like conceded four goals at home this season in the league yeah. so yeah uh. he's he's definitely turned them into something and um they're doing decent in Europe as well um yeah. so got a win he, tonight oh. yeah they're taking in places but um yeah I, I'm happy for Gerard obviously and um I, I know his contract runs out in 2024 same as Klopp so but what, I don't know if I'd take him um as Liverpool manager, then what would you say, Zach? Would you like to see him join Liverpool then, in twenty twenty four? On the topic of um, that, I think that I think Gerard before moving to Liverpool, I think he'll have to find find a lot of success at uh, Rangers, uh, like maybe at least reaching um, the knockout stages with Rangers of the Champions League. And maybe even moving to another club for a few seasons before joining Liverpool, and I think um, that's what will be very good for um, Gerard and for Liverpool, since Gerard will be more experienced and be ready to take on the job if he continues how he's been doing at Rangers. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, like Lampard, um, it is quite rare that a manager. Obviously, it's different for a club legend, but it's quite rare that you see a manager rejoin a team that they previously managed obviously i know it does happen but it, it's quite um kind of rare that you see that happen so but I, I do see gerard maybe going to a championship side um and then joining liverpool as manager um obviously this is if he does but i'm assuming he does um based on how well he's done and how big of a legend he is at the club but it's an interesting mm-hmm. one to keep an eye on i know there's a quite a few managers being linked with celtic job but yeah it's we definitely want to keep an eye on and then um, we've got a bit of transfer news moving on to here. Um, and first up, we've got Tottenham and Borussia Dortmund lead a list of potential suitors for Dean Henderson if he decides to leave Manchester United this summer. Uh, I've got a bit of new, um, a bit of what am I trying to say? A bit of information on Dean Henderson. Um, so the England international has become increasingly frustrated at the lack of opportunities afforded to him since returning to Old Trafford last August um, from loan from Sheffield United. Um, and he will not entertain the prospect of spending more time on the bench next season. He's only played three out of a possible 25 games this season, all coming in the cup. 
Um, he's open to moving abroad, meaning Borussia Dortmund um, do have quite an advantage, as I think he is a Man United fan. And um, would he want to join like a rival team? I'm not sure. Um, but I, I, do, I could see him moving to Borussia Dortmund, especially with Hits um, moving. Well, he's ageing quite a lot. Um, obviously, he's a goalkeeper, and keepers do typically tend to last more than outfield players. But um, similarly to Hits um, for Borussia Dortmund, Hugo Lloris is entering the final contract of his year um, at Spurs. Um, and Spurs have also continued to monitor the developments um, of the keeper. Um, and also, the ex-Manchester United manager, Jose Mourinho, is known to be a keen admirer of Henderson. Um, but on, a downside is Henderson is currently on 120 grand a week and has cre- and recently signed a five-year deal um, at Man United. So I, d- I don't see... Um, if Obviously, that's a lot of money um, to be sat on the bench. Kind of reminds me of Ozil, just getting a lot of money, but only playing three out of 25 games in half a season yeah. is quite shocking. Um, especially for a player of his quality. And obviously, uh, there's um, Euros coming up. And do you think he'd want to try and get into the England team? Um, could that be yeah. on his mind, with it, wanting to get a move away? Yeah. Yeah, but obviously the window's uh, um, over, isn't it? So yeah. I don't think like I think he'll be the first team keeper for uh, this upcoming Euros. They'll be looking at the uh, World Cup. Yeah. Uh, so... In 2022, so I don't know. I think I think he'll want to leave because obviously it's not looking like they're going to give him the opportunity over David De Gea. Yeah, um, I, I do think. Well, if he did leave, he'd probably have he'd probably be on loan or they'd have a buyback clause because he obviously with what he's shown last season with Sheffield United, he's proven that he has like the quality, and in the future he can obviously reach a high enough level for Premier League. But um, it's it's another interesting one and. Um, one of the newer, more breaking news transfer rumours that have come out over the past few days. Um, but yeah, it, definitely one that ugh, I kind of saw coming because obviously he's, he's hardly played. Um, obviously De Gea is the number for one and obviously he's not that at that level yet. Uh, I'm not sure how old is he. How old is he? 23, 22? Yeah, 23, I think. But, um, I, think yeah, around I do that. think, yeah, for England's squad, I think Nick Pope, do you agree, Nick Pope? Should be the number one goalkeeper, or yeah. maybe they play yeah. Pickford. But I'd probably play play Pope um, as a first choice. We've actually got a few good keepers, and I, d- I do think he'd definitely get called up at least. Um, but yeah. There's a lot of keepers and a lot of competition. And moving on, um, we've got some good news for any Liverpool fans listening to this, which is Jota's returns to full team training. Um, I don't. I think I believe what I've read. Um, he's not going to be available for. The Sheffield United game, obviously, don't want to rush him back after a lengthy injury. Um, but the Chelsea game after that, um, I assume he'll have some eyes on. But similarly, do do you want to put him in such a big game after he's just come back from like um how I don't even know how long does that do you know how long he's been injured for? Four, it's been five, around three months. Three months, yeah. Three so four months. Quite a big injury, especially and on his knee, which Liverpool have suffered a lot of knee injuries this season. Um, but it's another one. And, and talk about knee injuries, the biggest one, Van Dyke has returned to solo training at Melwood, um, which is very good. Obviously, there's talks of him maybe being able to play a few games at the end of the season, but obviously it depends how big a games they are. Um, but I, I'd rather not rush Van Dyke back into first-team football straight away, because obviously with an injury like that, any little um, little damage can turn into more. 
obviously because he's more prone to injury. And um, yeah, it's 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 good news, um, and I'm happy for him to get back out there. And um, moving back into transfer, moving back into transfer news, um, we've got Liverpool are in the market for a new centre mid. Obviously, we've talked a lot about free agents, um, especially Wijnaldum. Um, but the Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has personally contacted Borussia Mönchengladbach midfielder Newhouse um, over a potential move to Anfield. Um, obviously, I'm not. I don't know too much because I don't watch other leagues like I mentioned earlier. But do you know anything about Newhouse? Um, I know he's quite um, an engine in midfield, similar play to um, Wijnaldum. Um, as he's linked with a lot of clubs. But could you see him moving to yeah, Liverpool? Yeah, I did. Oh, I've what. I've watched. I think I watched two games of him, but the main one I watched is when I watched Germany play. It was oh, a, yeah. a friendly, I think, or mm-hmm. it was in uh, uh, in that tournament. I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, Nations League, um, and he's he scored a goal. I think it was on his debut or his second game um, for Germany. Yeah, and he's yeah he's kind of one of them players that like you know like Gun like how Gundogan's playing this season. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it might not be um, as good as this, like especially first season. But kind of like he's attacking, but he can also do like a solid, like job and puts in some good tackles. Yeah, he's very box to box, and he's like like you said, yeah. you wouldn't expect him to be like Gundogan level first season if he joined. Um, but he's very young, so he has a lot of time to improve. And um, yeah. I assume there'd be something in the region of thirty to forty million. I've read um, earlier. So it's quite a big sum, uh, but I think uh, obviously it's only transfer rumours. But um, it'd be an interesting one, and personally I would take him. But um, you'll be able to tell us a bit more about this one, Jacob. But there's also another midfielder that um, Klopp has been extremely interested, and Liverpool reportedly will go strongly um, in their efforts to sign Udinese midfielder Rodrigo De Paul this summer, according to Sports Media Set. Um, do you know anything about him, Jacob? Obviously, he was heavily linked to the Leeds um, last mm-hmm. season. So yeah, so well, yeah, in the summer. So um, it was kind of like a lot of the Leeds fans thought it was kind of like nailed on that the signing was going to happen. Yeah. Was, um, well, it was actually Leeds and Juventus. Um, uh-huh. looking for him. Uh, but I think the reason he didn't go to Juventus is because he didn't want he wanted to move to a different country and a different. Yeah. Um, but no move happened. Uh, I think with Leeds it was more with um, the wages because we did sign Rodrigo, and then shortly after the links with Rodrigo to probably send Rafinha. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I think he's he's more, more of an attacking midfielder. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not know too much about him. I just know I've seen like a lot of on Twitter of like how much people rate him and stuff yeah but, but would you take him as a, a Wijnaldum replacement Zach obviously looking more and more likely every day that he's going to leave and it's like to join Barcelona but would you take him um, as a replacement that it would be a nice signing to make especially if Liverpool like Klopp Michael Edwards and FSG if they're really interested in him and will go strongly to get him, I think that he must, there must be something special that Klopp and FSG see in him. 
that um, makes them want to buy him. And um, but I think it, it would be tough choosing between Neuhaus and Depaul. So I think they're both, uh, from what I've heard, very special players. Maybe Neuhaus is like a better and brighter future ahead of him. I would like to see Liverpool sign one of these two as a replacement for Junior Wijnaldum, as he yeah. probably is going to leave to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very similar players, I'd say. Obviously, Jacob mentioned they're quite more they're more attacking than Wijnaldum. Um, it's weird though because Wijnaldum scores a lot of goals for Netherlands. I know he plays more of attacking role there, but um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing one of these join. Uh, obviously, it's rumours, so. Liverpool would like to keep their transfer business quite low-key, so I doubt these two would be one of the ones that join. Obviously, um, we've talked about Liverpool being linked with Zakaria in numerous podcasts previous as well, so it looks like there's a lot of rumours going around that Liverpool will go in for a new centre-mid in the summer. Obviously, it all depends on what Wine Island chooses, really. But, um, yeah, we've got another bit of transfer news, rumours as well about players leaving the Premier League. And Zach, you'll have to tell us a bit about this because I, I don't know much about it. Uh, but Hector Bellerin is more than likely to depart Arsenal at the end of the season. Could, can you tell us any about this? Any teams that are interested? or? Is... Well, um, from what I've heard, Bellerin has expressed his willingness to leave Arsenal at the end of the season. don't know how long he has been there, but um, I think Arsenal fans really um, rate him a lot. Like, with the future of um, Maitland-Niles, who's on loan at West Brom, I think um, Ben will be looking at that, thinking um, that uh, he'll be overtaken very soon. And I think there's been interest from Barcelona as well, having recently sold Nelson Semedo to Wolves. Yeah. And also PSG interested in him. Barcelona have been looking at Rabat's quite a while. Um, see Max Aaron's in the summer as well. They were looking at, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, I'd never heard anything about um, about Hector Bellerin wanting to leave. But um, yeah, like you said, they've got Arsenal. have got quite a few good young players, and I think if Hector Bellerin was to go, it wouldn't be the end of the world. It's not like, say, for example, that they're losing losing a Bamiang would be a massive effect on them because obviously he's one of the main players. But I think. Losing Bellerin wouldn't affect them too much, obviously. They can they can quite easily go out and buy a replacement for him. But I do see him joining Barcelona, especially since he's Spanish himself. Um, but yeah, speaking about Spanish players, actually, um, next on the list, we've got David De Gea has drawn interest from Juventus, Bayern Munich, PSG. Um, so it's an interesting one because we did talk about um, Dean Henderson being second choice to De Gea, but... Could you see De Gea leaving? Um, like he's been at Man United for quite a while. I think is he one of the is he the highest paid um, player in the Premier League? I think it is, um, which is um, mental. Yeah, now now Ezra's gone. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But could you see him leaving? Um, like the team, the team's mentioned that I'd understand if it was more maybe a Spanish team. But obviously, Real Madrid and Barcelona have keepers and Oblak thingy. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, they'll only get if they sell De Gea, they're keeping Dean Henderson as yeah. the first team keeper, um, and the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that I think they'll end up keeping De Gea because yeah. the the amount of times De Gea has been linked, like 
to move from um, Menu. I think it's just his wages. Mm-hmm. Like paying that much money for a keeper on the wage, I think it's just like yeah. a, a bit ridiculous, really. Yeah, I agree. It's very... The highest paid Premier in the Premier League for a keeper is ridiculous. Uh, but um, Juventus, Bayern, um, and Inter Milan, and PSG, rather, yeah, have been linked with Aguero as well, obviously. He said recently he doesn't know if he's going to leave PS, um, leave Manchester City. Um, but who would you see him joining? Could you see him joining PSG, Juventus, or Inter Milan, or Barcelona? I, I, I see Barcelona. Or Barcelona, yeah. Uh, mm. Obviously, he's... I don't think... Go on. Uh, well, I, he could join it because Italy's more of a... Uh, the Italian league's like more slow. Yeah. And obviously, it's just kind of... I think it's time for him to leave Man City. Like, he's been a great mm-hmm. servant for them. Uh, but I think he's like... Yes, it's like... A lot of Premier League players get a lot of like injuries. And yeah. with him quite old now, I think... Uh, I think it, yeah, it's 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 time to leave for him. Yeah, but. yeah, I agree. He, yeah, but um, Real Madrid fans will be happy um, that Vinicius Junior has expressed his, his his desire to stay at Real Madrid despite being linked with Maloney's way. Um, he did play um, against Atalanta in the Champions League the other night. Um, I, I didn't really watch it. I just saw the highlights and noticed that he was playing. Um, I'm not sure how much he's featured this season. Um, but I know Liverpool were actually linked with him on loan. Obviously, they were rumours, so I'm not sure how true they were. But um, obviously, he has he has a very bright future ahead. Um, and obviously, I, he's Brazilian. He's a left winger. He's he plays similar way to Neymar, but uh, obviously, it's a lot to ask for him or to expect. If you do, you think he'll reach Neymar's level? Do you think he'll reach a like obviously? There's a difference between world class and, you know, like the best of the best, but um, mm. it, it's an interesting. I think I'll reach one. world class. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about the next one, Jacob? About um, Struik, Struik, I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Leeds um, deny interest from Leicester for Strouk. Now, we if Napoli have also been interested. This is a must keep for me. Yeah. Anyone. Um only played five times in the championship last season and then like is playing regularly because of injuries mm-hmm. this season for Leeds. Um but I think he's coming, he can do the centre back role and the CDM role. I think he's come in done a solid job and at twenty one, I think from here he's only just gonna he's only gonna get better. So I think yeah. for Leeds that's a must keep. Mm-hmm. he's been quite important, obviously, since Colin Phillips got injured as well. I know yeah. you were quite angry about that, the way you got injured. Um, but it, it obviously it depends. Um, Leicester and, and Napoli, Champions League football, Europa League football, could um, yeah. tempt him away. But obviously, game time, obviously, it will be in his mind as well. So it's an interesting one. But um, we've got a bit here that Zach's going to talk about, and it's that Arsenal are going to listen to offers for Reese Nelson. Do you want to tell us um, a bit more about Reese Nelson, Zach? 21-year-old Englishman, uh, he currently plays for Arsenal, but it's looking more and more likely that he's going to leave in the summer. He's played 22 times in the Premier League for Arsenal, and that's inside three years, with 13 being off the bench. 
And um, he's also featured in the Europa League eight times with five off the bench. He has played for England's youth levels quite a bit, having 12 caps for the under-21s. And he's currently valued around £17 million. Pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he joined Arsenal on a long-term contract in 2018, which was his first ever professional contract. Um, he was born in 1999 and is 5'9". And he also had an impressive season in the Arsenal under-23s where he scored nine and bagged three assists in 11 appearances for them, which is quite good for him. And on January 2018, he made his Premier League debut in a 4-1 win against Crystal Palace, coming off the bench as a substitute in the 72nd minute. And on April 8th, 2018, he made his first Premier League start in a 3-2 win over Southampton. And as I said, Arsenal will be willing to listen to offers which will see him further his career somewhere else. It's an interesting one because he is young. What do you say? He's born in 1999. Yeah. Got a long career ahead of him. But, Jacob, do you see Nelson staying at Arsenal? Do you think he's got the ability to stay there? I think he's got the future ability, but I... I think he'll either go back to Germany, where he did well for Hoffenheim, or, or a different team in Germany. Um, but I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why. I can just picture him in a Crystal Palace shirt. <laughs> no reason why. I don't know why. I can just... I don't know. I'm not too yeah, sure why. He's, he's definitely got the ability to play, at least in the Premier League. Um, but, yeah. it. What did he say? 17 million he's valued at, so... Obviously, Arsenal do have a lot of young players um, coming through the team. Is he one of the best ones? Yeah. Yes, you could say. Um, but obviously, if Arsenal got quite a bit of money, especially in the current climate, I, I think they would accept it. Um, or maybe even better, a loan offer for him. Maybe, like you said, Jacob, back to Hoffenheim, who, if Hoffenheim know how good he was, I'm sure they wouldn't mind getting him on, getting him on, on loan. Um Obviously, the window's shut now, so it'd have to be next season, any transfers that go through. But, um, yeah, he's, he's not really featured much for Arsenal, so it, I think it will be best for his career, especially, like we mentioned, his potential. You, you don't grow as a player unless you're playing regularly, like like we've seen with um, Harvey Elliott at Blackburn. He's gone on loan, 17 years old, and... Um, He's just smashing it in the championship, so it definitely is good for his career. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know where Jacob's got Crystal Palace from, but I don't really see where <laughs> I can um, see Nelson playing. M- m- maybe like a Crystal Palace. He's definitely championship quality in the future. Um, but yeah, but um, a bit of good news for sort of good news. Um, Bielsa has stated that it would be better to wait until the end of the season before deciding on his contract. And now, the longest time Bielsa has ever stayed at one club is two years. So, I, I th- how long has he been at Leeds? Is it for two years coming up? Three years. No, this two is years. his third season. So, yeah, obviously, this is, this is the longest he's been at a club. Um, mm-hmm. That's not international, yeah. yeah. You, you'll be hoping that he stays, Jacob, obviously. Um, but do, mm-hmm. do, you hope, do you think he'll stay? Um, um, think, I think he'll... Because, I mean, he's, sent, he's sending scouts... 
obviously with the pandemic it's hard but um he's like kind of like is well is the oh my god i can't speak there um it's like signed three new scouts that bielsa um told the club to get mm-hmm. so it's like um so he's thinking about future plans so for me i think i think yes and yeah well yeah. i don't think he signed yet obviously but i think he will sign for one more season what's brilliant news but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well a bit of more transfer rumors got three more things to end this off um We've got Erling Haaland has told um, or released that he would want a 78 million contract over five years if he were to leave Brucey Dortmund. So obviously we know how much he would cost um, if he was to leave um, Brucey Dortmund, which is quite a lot. Um, obviously he's some way off the um, financial value that um, PSG want for Mbappe. But 78 million over five years is quite a big contract, a quite a big demand. So, do, who are the t- Man City? Obviously, Wick could could pay that. Um, Real Madrid could seen, pay that. Didn't so, Chelsea been um, quite yeah, interested? Yeah, obviously Chelsea have got quite a bit of money um, still after their transfer ban. I know they spent a lot, but I'm sure, I assume they can afford that. Obviously, hmm. Liverpool probably could afford that, but they're uh, they're not one of the richest sides compared to the Manchester City and the Real Madrid. Um, but it's quite big, obviously. If he's if he has stated how much he wants, that obviously does play part in his mind thinking, um, does he see himself at Borussia Dortmund long term? I don't think he does. I think I would I would like to see him in the Premier League to see how well he does. Obviously, Premier League one of the toughest um, leagues in the world, so it's always hard for a player to come in. But obviously, the new um, rivalry of Mbappe versus um, Haaland, would you like to see say? Haaland at Manchester City, Mbappe at Liverpool. I know you've mentioned that before, Jacob. Um, it will yeah, be quite a good that... rivalry. Um, yeah, it's probably the two best teams in the league, I'd say. Um, but yeah, it, quite a big demand from Haaland. And um, an- another big demand, um, this is for another striker, Moise Keane, who's um, impressed, scoring 14 goals in 26 games for PSG. Um, Everton have stated that they want 50 million for him. Um, right, we'll straight away ask the question to both of you. Would how much would you pay for Moise Keane if they didn't say they wanted fifty million? How much would you pay? I mean, if I was the Leeds manager, I won't pay more than five million for him because <laughs> I just don't think he's got the physicality to play in the Premier League. Yeah. Like we, we saw uh, last season with Everton, he was just struggling big time. Uh-huh. But I know French league's different. Um, but I'm I'm not too sure really. I don't know. I was the PSG manager. I, don't know. I mean, they are loaded, so fifty <laughs> yeah. million is probably like like a crisp to them. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. Well, he's, he's obviously not um, exactly an Mbappe replacement. If he was to go, <laughs> I'd say they're um, some way off the same yeah. ability. But I I think fifty million probably just a number that um, will scare PSG away a bit. Obviously, how well he's done. But like you said, has he got the physicality for the Premier League? Probably not right now. But that's probably something um, he can work on. And um, he's proven that he can score goals. Um, but yeah, he, he's another young one um, that we want to keep an eye on for the future. And then finally, we've got um, a bit more uh, bit more transfer rumours involving Liverpool. Um, their goals have dried up recently. Uh, but they've been monitoring Ocampos and Yusuf Ednesri in the La Liga. 
um, who have both shined this season. Um, I know Akam posted um, quite well last season as well, but Enyesi, especially this season, only 23, I believe, um, scored a few goals. But I, I do think they're, they're um, looking at other players who can bring more, uh, a bit more differentiation um, to the attack. I know the Liverpool have also... This there was this was quite shocking. Um, this morning I was looking at news and Liverpool were linked with Giroud, obviously because contracts running up at the end of the season. Obviously, it would be something different. But if Liverpool were to sign them, um, one of these a Campos and Nesri Giroud or someone like that, I'd, obviously that means Mbappe is not joining or Haaland. But if they weren't going to go for him, I would I, my priority would be to sign Haaland or Mbappe because um I think obviously um having a Goal scoring player is crucial, but like there would be a way of still fitting Firmino into playing a four two three one with Firmino in a more of a number ten. But it interesting. Um, two players in the league have shined, and um, Liverpool. Well, it's, it obviously it's rumours, but um, obviously all oh, big teams are linked with players who are in form. Like last podcast, we talked about Rafinha being linked with Liverpool, and um, I know how much you want to keep him, Jacob. But yeah. I think that's all we've got to talk about, to be honest. I know it's been a very long episode, so um, thanks if you've stayed this far, even if you've clicked on it. Um, but, yeah, um, thanks if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you are watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe or comment down below if there's any topics you'd like us to discuss in the next one. Um, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. <laughs>